Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. salvation this morning in the name of Jesus. May the comfort of the Lord come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm grateful to be back home. I was away for two weeks and it's a joy to be here. Hallelujah. And uh, we believe that God will help us even today. We are teaching on the subject. Our theme for the year is Genesis. We are teaching on the subject of faith. The Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So everything that we do, we don't just do it. We do it because the Lord is with us. The Lord is guiding us, is leading us. All of this has meaning and purpose to us. So today we are teaching on faith, committed family member, to be a committed family member. Can we go together to the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 4? to verse 8, from verse 4 to verse 8, hallelujah, coming to him, a living stone rejected by men, but chosen and valuable to God. You yourself, as a living stones, are being built into a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it it stands in scripture, look, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and a valuable cornerstone, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. You will never be put to shame in the name of Jesus. So the honor is for you who believe, but for the unbelieving, the stone that the builder rejected, this one has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes men to stumble. You will not stumble in the name of Jesus. And a rock that strips them up, they stumble by disobeying the message they were destined for. Now, with my New King James translation, this coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also are, as a living stone, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up a spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it, it is also contained in scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and the one who believes in, on him will be by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builder rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word and to which they also were appointed. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Now you have to understand we are talking about... Uh, Faith, believing God, and becoming a part of the work that God is doing here at the Emmanuel Christian Church. And I want you to have a very clear understanding. There are three things 
that I want to emphasize and I'll try to repeat as we go through. Number one, what we see here, God is speaking to us. Number one, that we are a living stone. Can you tell your neighbor, I am a living stone. So when we come to Jesus, when we receive Jesus, we get translated. The book of John chapter 1 verse 12 gives us that understanding that in all those who received him, he gave them the right to be called children of God. So we come to know Jesus. When we come to know him, God calls us his own children. Can you tell your neighbor, when you receive Jesus, you switch families. Praise the Lord. You become a child of God. God loves you. God appreciates you. And God implants you as part of his own family. Now from the book of uh, 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 4, it gives us that understanding that every believer is supposed to be a living stone. Every believer is supposed to be part of the building part of the, of the spiritual house of God. So the first part that we see here is that every believer becomes a living stone and the living stone is used to build a spiritual house. Hallelujah. So the church is a spiritual house. Can you tell anybody the church is a spiritual house? It's built, can you say it? It is built by living stones. Hallelujah. So the church is built by living stones. Who are the living stones? The living stones are all of us believers coming into the house of God. So if you are a believer, if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you become a living stone. But people have a tendency to leave their place because they are never built into a spiritual house. You see, as we are, this building is not really the church. The church is me and you. So you are the living stone that builds the house of God. You are the living stone that makes the church. So if we talk the church, we talk about the people that have come into the church and we are part of the building that, of the house that God is building. Hallelujah. So you are a living stone built, if we are to use this physical building, this building has got stones on it. We have baked bricks. We have bricks that are formed. They were bent to make them solid so that they are water resistant and they will last a long time. So we take a brick. We can say God looks at you as part of the brick that is building his house with. And this is why it uses not just a brick. It says you are a living brick. You are a living stone that is there to build a spiritual house. To build what? So this building is built with, with bricks. There is a brick that is built. Now can you imagine if you come to this building and tomorrow morning you find half of the wall have been stolen. People came and took some bricks out of it. How will you feel about it? Or if it was your own house. You are busy building and as you build some people come and take some bricks. Let's say you have 1,000 bricks. You put 1,000 bricks today on one part of your house. And in the morning when you wake up, 500 of the bricks are missing. How will you feel about it? So even us, God is building us to be a permanent structure of his house 
as he built this spiritual house. I'm talking to somebody. The same way like this building have got stones or bricks that has made it to stand as it is, is because every stone from the first day it was built, every brick has remained in its place. Can you tell your neighbor, you must remain in your place. Because if the bricks that are supposed to remain in their place, they start to move out, the building, this building will collapse. Can you imagine if the foundation decides while we are inside to say we are moving out? What do you think? The emergency services will be here coming to dig us out of the rubble of the bricks that have fallen because there's no foundation. Imagine somebody. So can you tell your neighbor you are a living stone being built up as a spiritual house. One brick doesn't make a house. Did you know? One brick doesn't make a house. So one, one Christian cannot be a spiritual house. But all of us, when we come together, we believe together, we have come to the house of God to worship the Lord, to minister unto the Lord. We are a spiritual house. We become that house. So each and every believer who comes to church and sees himself as a living stone, you become part of the church, which is the spiritual house that God works through and functions through. God doesn't function most of the time. People believe in individualism. The spirit of individualism is the spirit of Babylon or Egypt. Where you have a talent and a gift, and that's why most people never go very far, because if we take, if every brick here was to riot, to itoy, and they sing to itoy songs, and all of them, they start to peck themselves loosely, this building won't be there. Part of the reason why you have not succeeded is because you, you have still remained a single brick. You must be part of the spiritual house. Can you tell your neighbor, you must be part of the spiritual house. This is why God was saying, when people were coming, say, Lord, Lord, in your name, I used to do this. He says, yeah, you used to do that, but I don't know you. Get away from me. I gave an example earlier. I met somebody on the street. I think we bumped at each other, or he bumped at me accidentally, because this is where I park my car, and I come in. So the person, when I came in, he saw me, and he spoke to me, and said, oh, my father. And I said, let's stop it. You are, not, you are not my son. Because you are not part of the house. You are not what? Part, part of the house. So don't be delusional. Don't be what? Delusional. If you didn't see me, you wouldn't even come in. You were just going to pass. I just happened to be there. So uh, to be a living stone, you have to be built into a spiritual house. You have to belong to a church. And today I want to encourage you to say, come and belong here in the church, Emmanuel Christian Church. There's a second part that we see uh, from the scripture we've read. The Bible talks about a chosen by God and precious. Hallelujah. It says, as a living stone, are being built into a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. Let's go to verse 4. It says, coming to him, a living stone rejected by men, but chosen and valuable to God. Verse, four, verse 5. Verse 6. Let's go to verse 6. It says, for it stands, as it says in scripture, 
Look, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and valuable one. Put it in the King James so that they can see it better as I speak about it. It says, unto you therefore, wherefore also it is contained in scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Praise the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Now, here it gives us an understanding that you are chosen. You are a living stone built into a spiritual house. Then you are chosen. Can you tell your neighbor, I am chosen. I'm special. It says you are chosen by God and precious. So you have to understand that until you become a living stone, you might never be chosen and you might never become precious. There are people that have become chosen and they have become precious because they started as living stone. The good example is our choir. The choir has come to church. They are becoming part of the spiritual house. They are part of the house of God. Now, in the process of their ministry, as they sing and they lift up the name of the Lord, they will become chosen. Uh, we have our sister, or a number of people, sisters and brothers, who lead. But in this regard, the last song, we had somebody, a sister was leading us in praise and in worship. She's chosen to lead the song. And therefore, soon she'll become precious to you. Do you know when people become precious? When they don't sing, you feel like, oh, I wish they could pass the mic. I don't know if you get it. Anyway. We'll talk about this some other time. But the main emphasis here is that we have somebody who's leading. Uh, she's leading a song. She's been chosen. And soon she'll become what? Precious. So you have to understand that if you come to church, make yourself a living stone. You become part of the spiritual house that God is building. And in the process as God is building his house, you become chosen. There are certain things that becomes special and you are chosen to say, will you do this? God chooses you. You are chosen by God and therefore you become precious to him. Precious things are important. Precious things are special. Don't you want to be precious? Precious things, we don't lose them. We don't leave them openly. If you have, if you have something special, you hide it in certain places. Even if you don't have a safe, you know, mattress is a good place when you are sleeping on it. But when you leave your room, you move the money somewhere else. You get it? Somewhere where people can't find it. Or something precious. That's why we will have wallets and pockets and all those things to hide bags, to hide things. And the same is true that you become a living stone, you come into the house of God, you receive Jesus, you become a living stone. You become part of what God is doing in the house. You become what we call a spiritual house. And in the process of being part of the spiritual house, you become chosen and you become precious. Now, the things that you do, you start to bless all of us. Some of us have been coming to church and nobody even knows we are here. In other words, your significance has been reduced to just a head count. You come to church, the day they tell us, oh, your member so-and-so is in hospital. We are asking, who is it? 
Let's check the WhatsApp uh, pictures in the church. You don't appear even on the WhatsApp pictures. Because when we are taking pictures, you are not there. You get it? So we're asking, who is this person? Then we start hunting. Let's check who's the person so that we can minister to the person. But when you have been chosen and you are precious, chances are that all of us start to know who you are. You become special not only to God, but to us because you are ministering to us. You are part of the, of the, uh, of the life group. You are part of the cell. You are there. We know you are precious to us. When you are not there, we ask, where are you? We visit you. We come to your house because you are chosen and you are what? You are special. You have become part of a family. You have become part of the body. You have become part of what Christ stands for. You are part of who we are and therefore you have become precious to us. This one we want to know. Where are you? Thirdly, that I want you to see from the scripture we have read is that you become a holy priesthood to offer sacrifices, spiritual sacrifices to God. Hallelujah. Can you imagine you have been a Christian for 20 years. You have not become a living stone. You are not part of the spiritual house. You are not chosen and you are not precious. You can't be a priest or holy priesthood. The Bible says a holy priesthood. Offering what? Spiritual sacrifices. Most Christians, listen, don't allow social media to make you this social media Christian. The social media Christian, they consume things that are not normal. I can take you now to the garbage dumping grounds. You'll find humans there picking food and eating it. Try and eat it. You'll be admitted in hospital and chances are that you might even die. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. But when you have become a vagabond, you might find yourself in the dumping ground spiritually where everything that is not useful anymore, you are chewing on it and you are taking it as normal. You are even born in the dumping ground. To you, this is normal life. When you are supposed to be eating very good, healthy food, every time we teach, you oppose everything we teach because you are found in the dumping ground. You are always chewing things that are poisonous and dangerous. I'm going to somebody. A, a true story. There is a man that they ministered to, gave him food. He was admitted in one of our hospitals here in the city. And uh, I met his pastor and we were talking. And when the pastor, when the doctor came with the report, they said the man has not been eating any good food for many years. For how many years? Many years. So they were asking him, what have you been eating? So he says, no, we go around and pick up food from dustbins and whatever. So the problem with him is that they gave him fresh food. You know fresh food? Fresh food make him sick. Oh, you don't believe. <laughs> fresh food make him what? Sick. It's like a person who's used to be lied to. When you say to the person, I love you. Say, you are lying. Because all their life have been abused. No, it's true. Most of you don't trust. Most of you don't believe. If you are given a chance to be loved, you will reject the love because everything that you know is abuse. So when you are being abused, I mean, think about it when a woman is being 
beating and say, she, when they, they try to help, he says, no, I thought he was loving me. How can a person love you by beating you up? So the environment you grew in is a wrong expression of love. You have lived in an environment of abuse and you have come to accept that this is it. Yet what you have experienced is not the truth. And in this regard, that's why I say, you have to make the decision in 2020 to be grounded and rooted, to be committed member, not just a permanent visitor. Tell your neighbor, you have been a visitor far too long. <laughs> I heard somebody was telling me, he says, ah, pastor, I'm just a student for a couple of months, for, for about three, 36 months, I will be out. I said, you are new. All of us came as students, and we have not gone back from where we come from. During that time, people have wasted their life because they thought they will catch up. They learned bad things, like the same person in the dumping ground who's eating food that people have thrown away, food that is almost rotten, but their stomach, over time, gets used to rubbish. And when the truth is told to them, they can't take it. And today I'm saying to you, make yourself to be a true son of God. Be committed. Come, have a shepherd. Have somebody who's going to tell you we are going to church. Have somebody who's going to tell you we are praying today for seven hours. Come and pray with me. We are going to be praying for one hour. Come, come, we are going to win souls. Come, I'm visiting you in your house. We are watching the soccer match between this club and that club uh, to support so that we can spend more time and you can be weaned from your bad friends who are influencing you to do all the bad things that you are not supposed to do. Am I talking to somebody? Hallelujah. So, number one, you become a living stone. You become part of the building, the spiritual house that God is building in this regard. We are talking about the Emmanuel Christian Church. You get involved in the house of God. You become chosen to do specific things. We are looking at our sisters and brothers dancing here, doing drama. I didn't know that uh, the prodigal son was this strong and arrogant. You see, when you read the Bible... You read it casually, but when they act it, you start to realize that even this one might be nicely polite. But there is a chance. I like the way he, he took the bag. To say to him, get over it. I'm going. And when he finishes, live your life. I'm leaving. And this is the attitude. But when you become part, soon they will be chosen. Because you become an expert in the things that God is asking you to do. I'm not talking to somebody. And before you know it, you are in the world stage and people will be asking, how did it happen? That's why it's very funny that the most successful, you can check the singers, the most successful singers started in church. The most successful, I'm not talking those who are zamming. No, I'm talking the real, the real ones. Every American singer that you know that's broken the charts and whatever, go and check them. God really blessed them. Unfortunately, along the way, when they were chosen and precious, they refused to be holy priesthood. They became priests, but not holy. Yes, there are a lot of singers who started in church. They are priests for other things. They advocate for, for darkness. They will not advocate for God. I'm not talking to somebody. So when you come to church, you become chosen. You become precious. Then you become a holy priesthood. When they start to, to minister here, they are becoming holy priests. And we saw 
some people standing on the altar today offering spiritual offerings to the Lord. Coming before the Lord, you no longer need somebody to tell you. You now start to hear even the Spirit. When you read the scriptures, they start to make sense because now you are a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Few points, then I close. Number one, the church, when you talk about being committed, being a, 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 a part of the church, you have to understand that the church, Jesus Christ is our dwelling place. The church represents Christ. Here I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about the spiritual house. You are part of the body of Christ. So what we are building, we are building Christ. The Bible tells us, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them all things that I've commanded you. So to become a house, a spiritual house, you have to be taught and be a man under authority. Be subject to leadership. Be subject to governance so that you are able to achieve the things that God wants in your life. So Jesus Christ is our dwelling place, a living stone. Jesus and the church are chosen by God, precious to him to build and grow believers. There's no way you're going to grow as a believer unless you seriously get committed. I thought there would be a big amen. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say it with some power? Amen. Hallelujah. Make up your mind to belong. 2020, make up your mind to become a spiritual house. Make up your mind to become a building block of what God is doing here at the Emmanuel Christian Church. Become a permanent member of the body of Christ and a permanent member of the work that we do here. Become a cornerstone, a very necessary part of the church. Create an environment where we will miss you when you are not around. Yes, you must be known by name. You know, there are people who are known. They say, no, that one, which one? The one that likes, likes sitting there. Where? You know, that part of the chest where so-and-so sits. Or they are describing your facial. It's not nice to describe people. Say, oh, the tiny one. Which one? The tiny one. So we describe the other tiny. The other tiny. There's, no, no, not that one. This can you imagine? You are not that tall and you are not that short. So they are trying to describe you because you are not part of the bigger things that God is doing. May you be part of what God is doing in the name of Jesus. Number two, God desires that you belong and be part of the family. The church is a family. That's why the Bible talks about a spiritual house. The church is a family. You don't divorce your brother and your sister even when you are fighting. Do you? Can I tell you something that happened when we were growing up? In our day, there was no uh, geezer in the house. So we had a tin, like 20 liter. They pour water into it. It is made out of, out of tin. They put it on a stove. Our stove was not electric stove. We never had electricity. So we used coal. You know coal or wood. You burn the coal in a stove. And then overnight, you leave the water there, or in the morning, the parents will wake up, or somebody who's grown will, will wake up and make the fire and boil the water so that we can cook, wash, whatever that we want to use. And one day, when we woke up, we put the water in the bowl, you know, the plastic bowl, children, we just us. And the place is cramped. 
So when one was passing, the one pushed the other into the bus. You know the bus. Listen, when he took off his pants, part of the skin was coming out. Do you understand? That was horrible. It was what? Very painful. But did the brother would end? Huh? Oh, no, you bent me, so I'm moving to next door. Huh? Then you blame your parents, your grandparents, and everybody else. If you had electricity, this thing will not have happened because you'll be having a shower. We will set the water nicely. I will have washed myself. I will not have bent. Listen, I ironed my shirt one day. You know, we were taught to iron. You know, when the fire is there, you iron whatever you need tomorrow. So we iron, and I hang my clothes nicely on a, on a hanger. I went to, to sleep. When I woke up in the morning, one of my brothers have decided to put on my clothes. Do you get it? Does it mean now we are no longer brothers? Listen, offense is there in the church. You will be offended. That's the reason why you have to stay in church. So that you deal with this uh, offense. Until you get yourself right. Hallelujah. Brothers, you can love one sister. You know, two brothers loving one. Not many. They, they just love one girl in the church. Oh, two, three brothers. They just love one girl. And the girl says yes to the, to the other one. You get it? You don't pack your bags and say, oh, they took the love of my life, so I'm leaving. To where? <laughs> where are you going? Oh, I'm offended. I told him before. You know, I had a friend who told a friend. They were praying. He says, please help me to pray. He took a prayer and a fasting couple of days. And he said to his friend, genuinely, my friend, pray with me. I've set an appointment with Sister X. And on this date, he even tells him the date. On this date, I'm going to see the sister. Hey, he didn't know that the other brother was interested as well. So he says, pray with me. So they are praying. They pray. <laughs> it's true. It's a true story. They prayed. After they finished praying, the other brother didn't make the appointment. <laughs> Just decided to go to the sister and uh, tell the sister the three lovely words. I love you. And the sister was very furious. I said, you are friends. You and so-and-so are friends. And so-and-so is coming to see me. And I know why he's coming. You get it? Tell your brother sitting next to you, we are one family. <laughs> what will you do? Will you divorce your bride? Go to hell, I'm going to heaven. It doesn't work that way. So, get over it quickly because we know you are hurt. We know the church is a, is a, is a breeding ground to mature and to grow you into that which God wants you to be. To become a holy priest would giving or doing spiritual sacrifices unto God. But when you come with a very mediocre mindset, the devil will tell you nobody is supposed to offend you in church. It's a lie. Here in church, you will sing and we will laugh. You get it? And sometimes you are not singing so well and guess what we do? We clap for you. And you feel, oh wow, I can sing. And then when you go somewhere and you sing, boo, then you are shocked. Why? Because here is family. 
We dance with you even when we know you can't dance. We cover up for you. You get it? We cover up for you. Why? Because you are part of us. You get it? So, unfortunately, others, when we have celebrated them, they think, oh, that's why sometimes uh, certain persons who are gifted, when they do very well in church and they are celebrated, they think they'll do it everywhere. And when they go out, it's then that they discover uh, we were much more gracious, much more merciful, much more kind, because it's part of us. You get it? Somebody was selling things, and so all of us bought. We didn't buy because we needed the thing. We bought because it's our brother. You get it? We're encouraging him. Until he left our company and went somewhere. Then that's when he realized how gracious and merciful we were. I don't even understand. I'm asking somebody. Can you tell your neighbor, God desires that we belong and be part of the family. Don't be a permanent visitor. Be a permanent member. Hallelujah. Make up your mind to be what? A permanent member. To say, I'm here to stay. I've been pastoring this church for the past 22 years. I'm still here. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, I'm still here. May the Lord have mercy. <laughs> Number three. We are here. You are here because God called you by name. To be born and grown here at the Emmanuel Christian Church. The book of Isaiah 45, verse 4. Isaiah 45, verse 4. It says, I call you by your name because of Jacob, my servant, and Israel, my chosen one. I gave a name to you, though you did not know me. Even though you don't know God, God has given you a name because you belong to our family. Praise the Lord. Because God is showing kindness to you. says, I called you by your name. I called you by your name. Hallelujah. I've named you though you have not known me. May the Lord have mercy. The book of Psalm 68 verse 6. God places the solitary in families. God blesses you However, Satan wants to displace you. Most of the time, people don't get it that moving from one church to the other is not a good idea. It's a bad idea. I'm going to tell somebody. If you are going to get married, it's a bad idea to divorce. So, from the beginning, make the decision, I'm not going to divorce. You get it? From where? The beginning. It doesn't matter it rains or sunshine. If it's sunshine, praise the Lord. But it doesn't, it's not always sunshine. You get it? There are days when there's floods and you are wondering, will we survive? But here we are. We have survived so many floods until now. Am I talking to somebody? So you make up your mind. When you come to church with that kind, when I went to church as a young person, I was given the opportunity to get involved in the church. I got involved and I'm forever grateful for the choice that I've made. Then in the process, I didn't only become a living stone, nor just the spiritual house I was chosen. I was asked one day, will you mind? I used to clean toilets. I used to be in, in ushering and clean toilets. Where we used to go to church was a community hall. Friday, they drink alcohol. It's almost like it's happening now. Friday, they hired the hall. Saturday, they hired all for weddings and whatever parties. And then 
Sometime in the morning, around 4 a.m., people leave the hall. When we come in the morning, there is vomiting. Have you smelled vomit? When you come into the house, you can feel that somebody was vomiting. And sometimes, they vomited the chest. You get it? And the vomit has dried up. You know, when people vomit, they don't vomit gently. Say, uh, uh, uh. Not, not the ones who are drunk. When they vomit, it's like they trumpet. It's like... So you're having your five, ten chairs that you need to remove the vomit that has dried up. And the floor. The sour smell. Then you go to the toilet. When you arrive in the toilet, you realize even though there is a runner, they chose... It's like somebody remembered, oh, church is coming today. So when they're supposed to sit on the pod, they just dish it on the, on the surface of the floor. And then they urinate and then they leave. Most people, when they come to church, they do not know how the, the toilets look like. We dip. You know dip? We used to use dip. Before this pine gel became popular. We dip the whole place. When you come, you must say, oh, there's too much deep here. You don't know what we picked. You don't know how far we had to flush the place. But you, when you come to church, your hands are up. Oh, Jesus. And when you finish, you even criticize. You don't know that when you are in toilet giving thanks to the Lord. You know, toilet plays a major role. When you don't need it, you can say whatever you like. Have a running tummy and, and go there. You will appreciate the toilet. You get it? You will give thanks to the Lord and say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> this, place, this place is blessing me. It's blessing me seriously. Oh. <laughs> but you see, when, when you leave it, you leave it bad. When you leave it, you have messed up and you stand up. You forget you are coming back to the same place. Tomorrow, it will be you using the same. So, I'm just saying to you, every time you leave, leave it clean. Hallelujah. So, my challenge to you is that we used to do that. I would clean the toilet and whatever. And one day I was called. Will you do counseling for people who receive Jesus? I said, yes. I will learn. I learned. And after some time, will you do the infilling of the Holy Spirit to all the people who have come to church who wants to receive the Holy Spirit? I said, yes, I will learn. I did that. And one day when I was sitting, I was asked, will you be a youth minister for us? I said, yes. I became chosen and the beloved. Precious. Yes. Why? How, how am I standing here? Because I became part of the living stone. I became part of the, the spiritual house. I was chosen. I became precious. And now I became a holy priesthood. And today, what am I doing? I'm doing spiritual sacrifices to God. May this be your story in the name of Jesus. I said, may this be your story in the name of Jesus. You need to belong, number four, you need to belong and be part of the church so you will be remembered and you will heal from offenses and pain of rejection. The book of Isaiah 54 verse 6 says, For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. Hallelujah. May the Lord have mercy. The Lord, he says, For the Lord has called you like a woman descended. You wouldn't know this until you are rejected. Yeah. Until you are rejected, somebody marries you and dumps you. Or pays half, pays lobola halfway. Yeah. And never come back. And takes your, your friend. You know your friend. The one that 
was helping to cook in the kitchen. When they were paying the vessel of all. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. It will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. He says, for the Lord has called you like a woman deserted and wounded in spirit, a wife of one's youth when she is rejected, says the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord has called you. So we come to church to be healed. We belong so that we can be healed. So, so that we can be restored. Isaiah 54 verse 7 gives us a better understanding. He says, I, I decided to you for a brief moment, but I will take you back with great compassion. May the Lord show compassion to you in the name of Jesus. He says, I will take you back and I will show you great compassion. When you didn't deserve it, the Lord will show kindness to you. May you receive the Lord's kindness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number five. God wants you to be committed to be a permanent member. So that you be committed and, and, and be a permanent member. So that you can grow up to be a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. God's special person. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10. It says, but you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A what? A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A people for his possession. So that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. May you come into the marvelous light of the Lord in the name of Jesus. So when you become a permanent member, your status changes because the Lord is the one that has called you into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. So the Lord shows kindness and you obtain mercy and you do awesome things. Number six and the last one. When you become committed and remember, you become the apple of God's eye. You become untouchable. Hallelujah. May you be the untouchable of the Lord. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 8. It says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, He sent me after glory to the nation which plunder you. For he who touches you, touches the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Can you tell your neighbor, I am a living stone. I am a spiritual house. Or oh, let's do it this way. I am a living stone. I'm part of a spiritual house. I am a, I'm chosen and precious before God. I have become a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices. I am the apple of God's eyes. I am the untouchable. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that God, from the beginning, wants you to grow. So you cannot grow if you are transplanted from one area to the other. You can't grow moving around. I gave an example earlier of a person I met on the street just here, not far from the church. The person was happy, and I was happy to see them. But the problem is that they called me their father. You see, and I said, listen, my children are with me in my house. All these are my children. It's Sunday today. They came home to eat. You get it? There's meal time. You know, meal time are very important times in every family. 
There are days when we allow you, you can come late and eat by yourself. But there are certain days when we call all the meeting. We expect all everybody to be in the house. And you have your seat. Every person in the house has a plate. I don't know your house, but in my house, everybody has their plate. I used to have my own plate. When they dish, people will not even touch my food. You get it? It's not like modern people. Every plate looks the same. We were very special and precious. You know enamel plates? They, they break. They, they develop some, I don't know what to call them, but the enamel gets removed in certain parts of the plate. When you drop it, the enamel comes off. So your plate, you know it from far. When they dish out, if there's more meat, they can't touch it. They know. Today you are special. They want to give you all that is in your plate. Am I talking to somebody? So you cannot be part of the family and not be there when it's important. You cannot be part of the family and not participate in all the things that makes the family to be what it is. So even this morning, I want to give you this challenge that is very important. The book of John, chapter 1, verse 12, gives us that understanding that uh, when, when we receive Jesus, we become, it says, but to all who received him, he gave them the right to be called children of God. So the, the gateway to knowing God is having a relationship with him and John 3.16 says it very well, that God has loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish. So the ability to become part of the holy priesthood and to become part to give spiritual sacrifices starts with our understanding that we need to be part. We are a small part of the bigger whole. We are a small part of the body of Christ. And this morning, that's my encouragement to you to say you can make that decision to be part of God's house. Can we bow our heads together? Can we close our eyes as we pray? I want you to pray for yourself. Can we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. We are grateful, Father, that, Lord, we are a living stone, that, Father, we have become a spiritual house. We thank you, Lord, that even today we are chosen and precious before you, we thank you, Lord, that we have become a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices unto you. I pray this day in the name of Jesus that, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will work in us, that your purposes will be established upon our life, that, Lord, we will belong and be part of the permanent member of the church that Lord will participate and be effective workers in the house of the Lord that we will take joy and we will celebrate the life of Jesus as we minister one to another Lord I pray even this morning that Lord may you move in our hearts may you transform our hearts oh God may you take the heart of stone and put in the heart of flesh we pray Lord even today as we come Father, together, Lord, build us into this spiritual house that, Lord, we may be able, Lord, to minister and give spiritual sacrifices. We thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give a powerful clap offering to the Lord? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to pray. I want us to take this time to pray. The second part is the issue of commitment. I want to pray with you for commitment. Most people are not committed to anything. But I want to pray with you. I want you to break 
this, the book of uh, Psalm 68, verse 6. Can you put it on the screen, please? It says, God provides homes for those who are deserted. Hallelujah. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity. May the Lord lead you out to prosperity. So, the hurts, the pain, the hardships that you have gone through, the mistrust, the difficulty you have to commit to anything serious, I want to pray together with you, and specifically as well, your commitment in the local church to be involved, to be part of the work that God is doing, to be part of the life group of the cell, to be part of the branch. Your commitment, your love for the work of the Lord so that you may be delivered. The Bible says there, he leads out the prisoners to prosperity. So today we want to break every spirit of fear. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. So even this morning, I want you, as we are going to take a song, if you want uh, to make a commitment to the Lord, Lord, I want to be a, a person that is free from, from bondage, fear, hate, inability to commit. Lord, help me that I may commit, that I may participate in the church, that I may be part and parcel of the great things that you're doing. Let's pray together. We are praying for one thing. The Bible says it sets the solitary in families. Hallelujah. And it leads the prisoners to prosperity. May the Lord lead you to prosperity in the name of Jesus. May every head, the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. May the Lord heal you speedily. May the kindness of the Lord come upon you. Can we pray today? Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you as we pray for this, your people of God. We commit them, Lord, before you. We pray that, Lord, you will show kindness and mercy towards them. We pray, O oh God, for divine assistance. Lord, we commit that every fear, every spirit of delay is broken upon their life in the name of Jesus. We speak favor and grace. You said, Lord, you set the solitary in families. And Lord, you lead prisoners to prosperity. We speak prosperity in the name of Jesus. We speak the abundance and the love of God in the name of Jesus. We speak divine help and assistance in the name of Jesus. May the Lord show kindness. May the Lord show mercy. Lord, we break every stronghold. Lord, we pray for a release in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for your kindness. Lord, we commit each and every person here into your hands in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, may you show favor. May you show mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for commitment, Lord. The love to stay in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. And we exalt your name in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord give you peace. In the name of Jesus we pray. And everybody said.